Tempted and tried, we're oft made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long. While there are others living about us, never. Greetings and welcome to Farther Along. This service is an offering from Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, to assist your daily devotions through a series of meditations on Luther's small catechism. This eight-week series takes a few moments to reflect upon what God has given us to believe, teach, and confess through his humble servant, Martin Luther. 
Today's devotion follows the order of Matins found on page 219 in the Lutheran Service Book. Matins is a traditional morning service that the church has used in daily devotions for centuries. It focuses the mind upon the beginning of the day that the Lord has made. May the word of God that will be shared in this devotion richly bless you through the word incarnate, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father. Today's office hymn is Renew Me, O Eternal Light.
Today's small catechism reading is the fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. What does this mean? We pray in this petition that our Father in heaven would not look at our sins or deny our prayer because of them. We are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, nor have we deserved them. But we ask that he would give them all to us by grace, for we daily sin much and surely deserve nothing but punishment. So we too will sincerely forgive and gladly do good to those who sin against us. Today's large catechism reading comes to us from the Lord's Prayer, the fifth petition. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This part now applies to our poor, miserable life. Although we have and believe God's word, do and submit to his will, and are supported by his gifts and blessings, our life is still not sinless. We still stumble daily and transgress because we live in the world among people. They do us much harm and give us reasons for impatience, anger, revenge, and such. Besides, we have the devil at our back. He attacks us from every side and fights, as we have heard, against all the previous petitions. So it is not possible to stand firm at all times in such a constant conflict. There is here again great need for us to call upon God and to pray, Dear Father, forgive us our trespasses. It is not as though he did not forgive sin without and even before our prayer. He has given us the gospel in which is pure forgiveness before we prayed or ever thought about it. But the purpose of this prayer is that we may recognize and receive such forgiveness. The flesh in which we daily live is of such a nature that it neither trusts nor believes God. It is ever active in evil lust and devices, so that we sin daily in word and deed by what we do and fail to do. By this the conscience is thrown into unrest, so that it is afraid of God's wrath and displeasure. So it loses the comfort and confidence derived from the gospel. Therefore it is always necessary that we run here and receive consolation to comfort the conscience again. But this should serve God's purpose of breaking our pride and keeping us humble. God has reserved this right for himself. If anyone wants to boast of his godliness and despise others, that person is to think about himself and place this prayer before his eyes. He will find that he is no better than others, and that in God's presence all must tuck their tails and be glad that they can gain forgiveness. Let no one think that as long as he lives here, he can reach such a position that he will not need such forgiveness. In short, if God does not forgive without stopping, we are lost. It is therefore the intent of this petition that God would not regard our sins and hold up to us what we daily deserve. But we pray that he would deal graciously with us and forgive as he has promised, and so grant us a joyful and confident conscience to stand before him in prayer. For where the heart is not in a right relationship with God, or cannot take such confidence, it will not dare to pray any more. Such a confident and joyful heart can spring from nothing else than the certain knowledge of the forgiveness of sin. There is here attached a necessary yet comforting addition, as we forgive. He has promised that we shall be sure that everything is forgiven and pardoned in the way that we also forgive our neighbor. Just as we daily sin much against God, and yet he forgives everything through grace, so we too must ever forgive our neighbor who does us injury, violence, and wrong, shows malice toward us, and so on. If, therefore, you do not forgive, then do not think that God forgives you. But if you forgive, you have this comfort and assurance that you are forgiven in heaven. This is not because of your forgiving, for God forgives freely and without condition out of pure grace, because he is so promised as the gospel teaches. But God says this in order that he may establish forgiveness as our confirmation and assurance, as a sign alongside of the promise which agrees with this prayer in Luke 6, 37. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. 
Therefore Christ also repeats it soon after the Lord's Prayer and says in Matthew 6.14, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you, and so on. This sign is therefore attached to this petition. When we pray, we remember the promise and think, Dear Father, for this reason I come and pray for you to forgive me, not so that I can make satisfaction or can merit anything by my works. I pray because you have promised and attached the seal to this prayer that I should be as sure about it as though I had absolution pronounced by you yourself. For baptism in the Lord's Supper, appointed as outward signs, work as seals. In the same way also, this sign can serve to confirm our consciences and cause them to rejoice. It is especially given for this purpose, so that we may use and practice forgiveness every hour as a thing that we have with us at all times. The reading from the scriptures this morning comes to us from Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud for your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Today's commentary on the scriptures comes to us from Augustine's Sermons on the Psalms, Sermon 19. At the time David spoke in this way, since if you had wanted a sacrifice, I would certainly have given one, and burnt offerings you will not delight. However, those sacrifices that were still offered to God are no longer offered now. He was prophesying, therefore, when he said this. He was rejecting current customs and foreseeing future ones. In burnt offerings, he says, you will not delight. When you, the congregation, stop delighting in burnt offerings, will you be left without any sacrifice? Certainly not. A sacrifice to God is a contrite spirit, a contrite and humbled heart God does not despise. Therefore, you do have something to offer. Don't look around the flock. Don't fit out ships and travel to far distant regions to bring back incense. Look in your own heart for what may be acceptable to God. The heart has to be crushed. Why be afraid it will be destroyed if you crush it? There you will have the answer. Create in me a clean heart, O God. For a clean heart to be created, let the unclean heart be crushed. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house. 
and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a mortal salvation for 
O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Thank you once again for listening to Farther Along, an outreach of Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. You are invited to join us each Sunday at 4201 Regent Avenue North, right off the intersection of Highway 100 and 42nd Avenue. Just look for Jesus blessing the travelers along the highway. Our worship services are 9 a.m. We have Bible classes for all ages starting at 1030. Everyone is welcome to hear the word of God as he seeks to bless you as you journey through this world. The liturgical parts of the service today have been taken from recordings of the Seminary Contori from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Farther along was recorded by Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. The hymn of the day has been taken from public domain sources and linked to the readings for the day. On behalf of Redeemer Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, I encourage you to be back next time to hear another edition of Farther Along.